Finally got a call in again, people. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting the Frankie D Show up right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And if you're listening to the Frankie D Show right now on YouTube, please subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube and ding the bell and uh, give me the thumbs up, whatever the hell you're supposed to do on YouTube. Do that. And if you're listening to the Frankie D Show on any of the recorded platforms, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Amazon... Uh, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening right now. Make sure you uh, follow me on those platforms and keep listening to the episode. Sound good? And if you want to uh, follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. So all you got to do is remember the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. Sound good? I feel like I'm getting through these plugs faster now. I feel like in the beginning, I would make like a bigger deal out of the plugs because... You know, that's what everyone just kind of says to do. Yo, you got to make sure you really plug the shit out of your stuff, you know, and it's, I don't know. You know, in in all honesty, when I listen to shit, I know if I like it, I'm just going to, you know, subscribe or keep listening and stuff like that. And if they overdo it, it just kind of annoys me unless they do it in like a funny way or something. So, you know, I I try to get through it uh, a little faster now. But, you know, it's it's... Even when uh, other people do it, and I'm like, all right, do we really need to hear this every episode? It is necessary, so uh, hope it doesn't annoy you guys too much. All right, like I said in the beginning there, hopefully YouTube people heard it. I never know exactly what plays in the beginning of uh, this YouTube thing. Uh, I will be getting a call-in from my buddy today, Isaiah. Uh, I just want to do one quick topic, and then I will uh, give him a call. So, the one topic I want to talk about, you know, a recurring topic that happens here on the Frankie D Show. A teacher is uh, banged her student, a hot teacher banged her male student. I I shouldn't even say hot one. Well, I mean, well, look, I'm not saying she's ugly. But uh, a female teacher banged her male student. And this time, even more of a twist, she is pregnant. So, you know, I was like, all right, before I get into a call-in, I guess I got to talk about this topic. Maybe even when uh, I have my my buddy on, Isaiah, uh, I'll talk about this with him a little bit. So I'm just going to dive right into this. Okay. So, former teacher, I got an article here. Former teacher, 33, reveals she got pregnant by her ex-student after a one-night stand and is planning to keep the baby and raise it alone while making money as an OnlyFans star. So this woman not only was a teacher... She is an OnlyFans star. She is a jack of all trades. My God, good for her. She, um, she, you know, I looked at the pictures before. She honestly is pretty hot. Like, if she were my teacher, I definitely would have fucked her easily. Like that, that kid. I, I, now, it, this says uh, she got pregnant by her ex student. She's thirty three. I'm curious how old the student is when he banged her. How old he was when, uh. You know, she was the teacher and stuff. What goes through these teachers' heads, though, when they see these kids when they're younger? Like, 
was she you know was she having a thing for him when he was younger and she was like you know th- this kid's pretty cute and he's older you know hey or or do, is it just saying ex student because you know that you know he's an ex student now maybe they did bang when he was still a student I don't know let's read through this um the yeah the chick's like not bad looking I I mean she's not the hottest thing she ain't bad looking though she got some big boobies here. Big titties. Big tits. Big tits. Um, all right. So a former teacher turned OnlyFans model is now expecting a child with her ex-student after she slept with him during a wild drunken night and didn't recognize him until after. All right. So that that's uh, interesting. Where were they that they were both at the same party that they're having a wild drunken night? Or actually, it doesn't say a party. Did they plan on meeting up? They got drunk and then they did it and then she didn't recognize him until after. Like, we need to know more about this wild drunken night. Hopefully, uh, this says a little bit more. Amy Cups, 33. All right, so if you guys want to look her up, it, it, it's not spelled C-U-P-S. It's Amy Cups, K-U-P-P-S. Amy Cups, 33, is a self-titled homewrecker from North Carolina. Damn, she's a homewrecker? Was this kid married or something? Uh, from North Carolina, often has affairs with married men and women. All right, so this this woman's just horny. She likes to do it with whoever she could get her hands on. Yeah, maybe she's is she a homewreck? Maybe she's just a sex addict. She does it with her. St- maybe that's why she became a teacher. She's like, I'm gonna find the nicest looking uh, kids. We we also I still don't know how old this kid is that she did it with. But you know, she might be like, all right, I'll find the best looking teenagers uh you know if i see a good looking dude i don't care if he's got a wife he's a good looking dude you know homewrecker sex addict i don't know all right let's see but she's not opposed to hooking up with single men as she's proven with her latest shocking revelation six months ago amy who has racked up eighty-seven thousand followers on instagram was it's funny we always got to put the plug in there let's everyone go follow her on instagram Eighty-seven thousand followers she's a somebody so she was out with friends at a nightclub when she noticed a younger man giving her the eye. All right. So we don't even know if this is a kid. He's at a nightclub, I, unless he had a fake ID. I guess he was of age. Uh, the pair went home together, but it wasn't until the next morning when the man referred to her as Miss Cups that she realized uh, they had met before years earlier in her classroom. I, so that is, uh, she didn't even know this was her student. I guess he is of age now. And uh, she was like, oh, fuck. You look completely different. I did not even recognize you. Oh, boy. Now, why doesn't... All right, so if he's... Why doesn't she want to have the kid with him? I still want to know how old this dude is. Man, the show... She's got pictures here in, like, short dresses and shit. Here she's in a sexy schoolgirl outfit. She's in, like, a... You know, it looks... I don't know if she's just got big boobs, a push-up right here. She's... Got her bra shown. She's got the uh, white button-down shirt, but, you know, it's curled up. The boobs are, like, completely out there. They're, you could see her belly, and she's in one of those uh, schoolgirl skirts, you know, looking very sexy. So, that you know, that must be part of her OnlyFans thing. But definitely worth checking out for you guys that want to see her. So she's looking sexy here. I mean, the dude would have felt a lot more accomplished. You know, he would have felt much better if he probably, you know, banged her in high school. But, uh, you know, still good for him. Yeah, more pictures of her. Nice knockers, I'll tell you. She's not bad looking. Uh, let's see. My whole world has been turned upside down. I can't believe it, Amy uh, told. I was shuffed 
going home with a younger... Well, I, okay, am I the idiot? What does chuffed mean? I mean, I mean, maybe I'm the idiot. Maybe that's a common word that I just don't know. I have no clue what chuffed means. So I was chuffed going home with a younger man, but the next morning he asked, do you remember me, Miss Cups? Oh, man, that had to be a fucking awkward moment. That's very funny. Uh, that's when he told me he was a former student of mine and even pulled out his yearbook to prove it. I was shocked. It sounds like he planned this off. He was like, I mean, I don't know about plan, plan, you know, not, maybe not like weeks in advance, but like once he saw her, he was like, I am going to beg my teacher. I will get her. I will show her the yearbook after. This is going to be awesome. Even though maybe he was disappointed. Maybe she was like, he was like, fuck, she doesn't remember me. I thought this was going to be like a great scenario. She's going to be like, yeah, I always thought you were like sexy as a kid. And nope, she doesn't even remember him. Let's see. Uh, let me be clear. I had no idea he was a former student, and if I had known, I wouldn't have gone home with him. I was his teacher in 2016. He was 16. He's now 22 years old. All right. You know what? I, this kid still deserves, like, some round of an applause. I appreciate that. I mean, it's funny, though. You know, I will raise the kid a lot. Like, so even if the kid wants to see his kid, like, can he not see him? Embarrassed by the encounter, Amy left his house and intended to cut ties with him, but her plan went out the window when just a few weeks later she discovered she was pregnant. Uh-oh. Amy continued, I thought he was sexy, so I went in like this mistress I am, and we had a wild drunken night. I mean, now that you have been together, he's of age, does it really matter that he was your student? He's 22, he like isn't a dunno, he's, you know... I, I understood if you recognized him at the time, how you'd be like, oh, no, screw that. I'm not getting with my student. But, now you know, now that he's not your student anymore, and you didn't even recognize him, like, it doesn't matter that much. Let's see. When the pregnancy test showed up as positive, I was speechless. I'm a devout Catholic, so abortion isn't an option for me. Though, I support other women's right to do as they please with their bodies. After I told him he was scared, I mean, he's only 22 and still in college. I get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'd be terrified also if I were him. But, uh, I mean, I'm sure he still wants to like, possibly see her. I don't know. But I've told him he doesn't have to worry because I'm financially stable and I don't want a relationship with him. Now, did he take that as a dig or what? Oh, there's more pictures of her here showing her big cleavage. Let's see. I think her boobs are fake. I don't think this article is going to say if they're fake or not, but I have a feeling these boobs are fake. Wow, she must be really into OnlyFans. These are all pictures of her in, like, her lingerie and shit. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to hurry this up. I told my friend I'd call him by now, but we'll give it, like, five more minutes. I'll call him five minutes late. Uh, I'm going to care for this baby on my own, and we've... Both have been content to go our separate ways. His family has no idea. They would be so disappointed. If he feels ready in the future, he's welcome to meet his baby. All right. So it sounds like she's trying to do the right the right thing. She's like, I will take care of the baby. I'm financially stable. If you want to come around, feel free. You don't have to. You're young. Like, go live. But the door is always open. But... What, do you think she would be open to a relationship with him in the future? Because maybe if he does want to be in the picture, he's. what if he's like, well, you know what, I do want to meet my kid, but, you know, I want to be with the mother of my kid. 
she sounds pretty content with, no, I do not want to date a former student of mine. But who knows? Maybe her mind uh, will change. Let's see. Uh, he has a lot of good years ahead of him. That's that he should enjoy. I certainly enjoyed my 20s. The OnlyFans model also, uh, it seems like the early of her 30s, she was enjoying too until this happened. The OnlyFans model ha- also has two other children, an eight-year-old boy and a 10-year-old girl who live with her and who she tutors full-time. Wait, who li- what does she mean tutors full-time? Is it, uh, aren't those her kids? The OnlyFans model also has two other children, an eight-year-old boy and 10-year-old girl who live with her and who she tutors full-time. What the fuck is that supposed to mean, who she tutors full-time? They're her children. What, she's helping them with their homework? Are these kids paying her? That's a stupid statement. Amy, now six months pregnant, has continued to rake in the cash on OnlyFans and says most of her fans haven't yet clocked uh, that she's got a bun in the oven. I wonder if a lot of her fans are uh, past students of hers that are just whacking it to her now. Had a crush on her back then, and they're like, fuck yes. She said her bump is uh, small, but her breasts, on the other hand, have doubled in size. Oh, so these are pregnancy boobs I'm seeing? I thought they were fake boobs. They are huge. She said her bump is small. uh, Oh, yeah, but her breasts have doubled in size. Uh, I'm so small and pretty athletic still. I work out daily, so I'm not really showing them much, she explained. My breasts have grown considerably, though, and I get a lot of comments about that. I've only had one comment saying I look pregnant, but other than that, nothing. Yeah, I mean, if these pictures that I'm seeing here are her pregnant, she doesn't really look uh, too pregnant. This one, she looks kind of pregnant, you know, but uh, people could just say, well, she ate a lot, gained some weight. Let's see, my fans are the best in the world, and most would be totally understanding. It's life. It happens. It's crazy that I'm having a baby with a former student, but the same could happen in any profession. (laughs) I guess that's true. (laughs) I think for most teachers, if it would happen in that profession, you know, it would happen you know, with another teacher or something, someone else that works in the school. But I, you know, I guess that's a true statement. Uh, it's crazy, or no, uh, I might get a lot of hate or love from sharing this with the world, but I'm a good person and will be a great mother to this child. When life throws us a curveball, you have to take a swing. I'm excited to see what the future brings. You know what, it's funny. Because I'm sure, you know, there's com- parent-teacher conferences, there's uh, back-to-school, shit like that. I wouldn't doubt that any of these parents that have seen this story that have a 22-year-old now, a 22-year-old son are like, is it my son? Because they said the parent, she said the parents don't know. So all these parents are probably like, is that my fucking son? Like, I, you know, I'm going to ask him, but I don't think he's going to tell me. And it's just going to bother them until they find out. But who even knows? Maybe, uh, Maybe this won't go around. Let's see. What is this world coming to? I'm reading some comments now from this article. What is the world coming to? Morals and values are non-existent these days. The new generation simply scares me. This person said, is that Miss E. Cups or Miss F. Cups? Uh, This person said, she looks great. Uh, I natural in the first photo. Then desperation (laughs) creeps in as the lips get bigger. Yeah, her lips do get bigger as the pictures go on. Devout Catholic and self-confessed homewrecker. Hmm. (laughs) Haha, ha, Miss Cup. She certainly has some of those. She does have some big boobies there. Big tits. Uh, I bet her chins hit more balls than Tiger Woods. Uh, seven iron. Uh, the student filled his t- teacher full of his cream and 
sired a child of his own. If it was a, if it was a make teacher and female student, the teacher would be in prison now. Oh, if it was a male teacher and female student, the teacher would be in prison now. Definitely double standards and hypocrisy. Well, that's true. That that part is true. We can't rely on the law for fairness and equity. Uh, you lost me at OnlyFans, and then this last one here. Plus, I don't condone her behavior in any way whatsoever. It's not, not just her fault. He knew it was her. He could have said something and also used protection. It takes two. Plus, it was her ex-student. He was legal. It was consensual. He was no longer her pupil. As long as the child is well looked after, then the main thing... Uh, then that is the main thing at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, for the la- for that person that said this, if it were the other way around, the uh, male teacher would be in jail. In this case, he probably wouldn't. If it was a 22-year-old girl, as long as they weren't, you know, banging or anything when she was 16, I don't th- I think the male teacher would be fine. I mean, legal, they're out at a nightclub. I, you know, I don't think uh, they'd be in trouble. All right, so if anyone has any thoughts of that, write it in the uh, chat there. I'll see what you guys got to say. That is uh, the end of that story there. But, of course, you know, I got to talk about something like that on the Frankie D show. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give my friend uh, Isaiah a call now. And uh, <laughs> he was looking for me. My bad. Okay, I'm going to give him a call. He was going to be the one that was on the show the other week for the year anniversary. So for you guys that want to know, let me see. Hold on. I'm calling. Okay. Should be working now. There we go. I'm only five minutes late, I mean. Hey, it was good, man. All right, Isaiah, you're now on the Frankie D Show. Oh, glad to be here. I was wondering when this thing will start up. I was so, like, hey. Sorry, I mean, I started at, I started at, uh, th- I was actually three minutes late. I started at three. I wanted to do a topic before I gave you a call. And then uh, I was like, fuck, this is, uh, I need to finish. I was like, I can't just stop this here. So I, I, I called you five minutes late. My bad. Ugh. No problem, bro. No problem. I'm just going to have to beat you up next time I see you. Well, all right. I'll try to bring some of these to make it better. Big tits. <laughs> oh, man. How's it going, bro? All right, man. I was just talking about this topic, this uh, teacher. I, I mean, I talk a lot about teachers on here banging their male students. And mm-hmm. this is an ex-male student. So, it, it honestly, like, I still give the dude props because he's only 22. But when I, you know, when mm-hmm. I first saw the story, I was gonna be like, "Oh, like, this teacher really isn't bad uh, looking. She's got some big boobies there, big tits." And oh. uh, yeah, you know, so I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." And, and the kid, though, oh, he gets her pregnant, fucking dumbass. Oh my so goodness! He, yeah, come on. He he gets her pregnant, but like, you know, some people are bitching and stuff, and they're like, "If this were the other way round, uh, you know, the male teacher would be in jail." I'm like, I don't think in this case he, they would. They met at a nightclub, and the dude was legal. He's 22, like, you know. Yeah, that happens. That happens a lot. I read uh, it was some some respectable respectable like econ professor that did the same thing. He had like relations <laughs> with a girl that was 23. And he kind of messed him up though, because like he was trying to be credible in the article. And I'm like reading it and I'm thinking, well, man, you know, 
you probably should have known that's a bad idea, right? It's going to mess with your credibility a little. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, so, he I, got fucked. I talk about there's a lot on here. I, I kind of stand up for uh, the teachers a lot, though. Like, a lot of people want these female teachers to go to jail. And I'm like, I understand it's a double standard and stuff. But, I mean, you know, if I'm a 16-year-old dude, I mean, it's like every 16-year-old dude's dream to bang a hot teacher. And, I mean, you know, Look, when I'm six, when I, I was six, so, sorry, when I was 16, I, uh, you know, I looked like I was, like, 21. And when you see a 16-year-old girl, a lot of them still look 12. Like, there is a difference. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do agree with you. The problem is, uh, not even the problem, but it's just like, it's so easy, right? Because you have the position of power as a teacher. So, like, the kid's like, hey, you know? So, the teacher, all I'm saying is there's no, you're not, it's not, you're not running game, is what I'm saying. It's like, okay, you're the teacher. You fucking, you're fucking your students. That's why I agree with you, no matter what. The student, it, it's kind of good. It's like, okay, the student did pretty well. But the teacher, it's like, man, that's the best you could do is just get your student. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like a camp counselor getting, like, his fucking kid, you know? Yeah. I, I, you know, and, and like, if I were in the parents' position, of course I'd be pissed as fuck. You well, know, sorry, Frank, you break it up a little bit. I'm sorry, it's my shitty uh, basement reception. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, if I were in the parents' position, position, of course I'd be pissed. And you know, if it were like, if I had a daughter, a 16 year old daughter, I'd want to like beat the shit out of uh, the male teacher. Oh yeah. But y- you know, yeah, it's 100%. like. I don't know. For a, a, the other way, it is a weird double standard. I feel like there's other things, though, that can equal that double standard out. Like, like girls could probably do things that, you know, if a guy did it, it'd be uh, fucked up. So it's like, I, I don't know. If I were 16 and there was a hot female teacher and I had the opportunity to bang her, of course I'd bang her. Yeah, it, it's a good, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a bucket list check-in kind of thing, you know? You're like, shit, I did pretty good there. For sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm, I'm rolling on with that. I, I, one of the reasons why I was going to have you on the other week, and now if we finally get you on. Uh, yes, sir. When was it? I guess it was two weeks ago, right? Yes, two weeks ago. It was my uh, year anniversary episode to the Frankie D show. Oh, that would have been a great episode to be on. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, I didn't have too much on that that day. Uh if you remember, I actually had a bail that day, which I did tell the audience. Mm-hmm. I had a bail, and then like last second, I was able to do it. And I was like, I could either wait a week or give them. I like, I like to give the audience something, even if it's not much. So I'd so I gave them something. I was like, in a couple weeks, we will have a guest on again because I don't really have a uh, Collins or guests on here too often. Like you know, you're here now. I've had Greg on a couple times, our friend Will, but um. You know, I don't really do it. So I was like, I want to do something kind of different for the year anniversary. Mm-hmm. But uh, now we... So what'd you, what'd you end up doing on that short little uh, uh, intermediate podcast? Let me see. I don't even remember my topics that day. I, I feel like I didn't have too many topics. Oh, you're breaking up a little bit again. Crap, sorry. Um, I feel like I didn't have many topics that day. Let me see. Uh... One second. All right, so that was episode Oh, 50. now you're coming back. Oh, you can hear me again? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, all right. I, I kind of did a recap of the show in the one year, what's happened. Uh, I talked about Jake Paul boxing in Madison Square Garden August 6th. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to be. Nah. At the time, there wasn't even an opponent uh, named. Now there is. Uh, oh, my God, what? 
they're just buying tickets to just watch. Like you're, they were offering tickets before he even had an opponent. I don't know when the tickets went on sale, so I can't say that for okay. sure. But uh, it was pr- what I even guessed on that episode. His opponent, you know, his opponent uh, is Tommy Fury, which I get. Yeah, you know, I literally get. I was like, who else is he gonna box? Tommy Fury. I'm not even sure who that is either. Oh, I'm really? a fucking old guy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he, t- he was supposed to box Tommy Fury, and then Tommy Fury had pulled out. And Tommy Fury's an actual boxer. So, like, all the other people Jake uh, okay. Paul has boxed have been either... The first one was a YouTube guy. The second one was... Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the second? Oh, a basketball player. What, not Nate Robinson, I think. No basketball. About Nate Robinson. That small-ass motherfucker? Yeah, so... He's, like, 5'10 or something. So, he, he boxed... That was the second one. Then he boxed Ben Askren, who was a UFC fighter. Yeah, I remember that. And then he boxed Tyron Woodley... Twice, and the, uh, the reason why he boxed Tyron Woodley the second time is because Tommy Fury pulled out. Uh, he was supposed to box Tommy Fury that second one. Then he bought. Then now it's going to be Tommy Fury, who is an actual boxer. Now the funny thing is, personally, I like Jake to win. I love how people get. You know, I'm like a minority with that. I know everyone. Everyone says I want to see that kid get his fucking ass knocked out and shit like that. It's those responses that make me want him to keep winning. I I just love how much people hate that guy and how much he just doesn't give a fuck. Like the more he, I feel, what's that? I feel like I'm on the other end then because most people I know they they love him and they're always like uh, they're always saying oh he's he could be a real boxer. Me, I wish I cared, but I guess I just don't. I I'm, I just watch it. I'm. Either people do really seem pretty hot about it, though. It's either they they fucking hate the guy, or they love, or they say he definitely could be a real boxer. I mean, I mean what do you think? Could he could he uh, stand the test? I don't know. I mean, and see, that's where I just don't care if he could be a real boxer or not. <laughs> like that that is what a lot of people though. They, like that kind of is what they kind of like argue about though. He's not a real boxer. He's not this. I'm like, oh, I I don't get like it's the WWE aspect to me that is making me love the, his story in boxing. The fact that like he just keeps pissing people off. Yeah, there's definitely those two sides. Though. I never, I don't really meet too many people that is, don't really care. They're always like either pissed at him, like I hate this dude, or or they will say, oh no, he's a uh, this guy Jake Paul. I don't know, he could be doing some good things, and that I'm always like, well, I don't, I don't know, maybe if, I, don't, I, don't, he, I don't really watch him. If he keeps doing it the way he does, I guess it's possible that he could be like a boxer. Like if he were to go, like Tommy Fury is a real boxer, but. If he beats him, I already know people's responses. Well, he's a shitty boxer. It's like, well, didn't, but Jake Paul's not a boxer at all. So, so uh, like, like yeah. he's not a boxer. If he's even beating a shitty boxer, that that's a professional. Isn't that still some sort of feat? Like, so I, you know, yeah. I, I already know that. See, he's doing, uh, he's coming up in a, you know, a non-ortho, you know, an unorthodox way. Instead of mm-hmm. boxing from the time he was a kid, boxing people like at boxing gyms and stuff he goes and he you know goes against a youtuber uh and then goes to an athlete then goes to a fighter and then goes to a boxer and then maybe he if he can beat a boxer go to a little bit better you know if he works up that way then maybe he could but if of course if he jumps into the ring right now with an actual good boxer you know he'll get his ass kicked of course like that you know yeah but uh if they he, have a lot of these now, man. They had a TikTok versus YouTube yeah, uh, yeah, I remember exhibition that. I saw. I didn't even I didn't even know about this until this week. 
We are, uh, I just uh, checked real quick. We are live on YouTube right now. And uh, Mr. Hay said, I'll give him a very little respect if he knocks out Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. All right, that is definitely going to be the the, uh, the reaction. once. Well, I don't know if Jake Paul will win, but I kind of feel like he's just on a roll right now. I mean, if he won against like an actual good boxer, he would, I, I couldn't see him winning. Uh, but if he did, there probably still would be some sort of excuse to say, well, it was only because of this. It was only because of that, you know. Yeah, that's why, I'm, that's why I don't want to get involved with it, just because uh, I'm, I'm wary of, of being caught up in people's the way they just milk money, you know. Like, obviously, Jake Paul's, I'm sure he likes boxing, but deep down, the critical reason is he just wants to print a shit ton of money. Oh, for you. And know, I, I don't, sure. don't want to... I'm like, ah, I don't want to give this guy. I know it's probably very entertaining for a lot of people. It's, it's like their own version of reality TV, which I'm, I'm, I have a, a TV that comes with basic cable now, but I've been getting into some reality TV shows lately. Well, the Jake Paul one is, uh, I'm, I don't really give a fuck for it. Well, his brother had the, uh, you know, his boxing matches, and his his brother, like, sucked at boxing, really. I mean, he he lost a fight, and then he tied a fight. You know, uh, Logan Paul. And I just saw yesterday he signed a contract with the WWE Logan. Oh, okay, pretty smart stuff. I was I was uh, yesterday talking to uh, some of my friends from Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and they're like, "Oh, you know the reason why Trump won, right? When he was running in uh, 2016." And he was like, "Oh, you should know." And I was like, "What? I don't I don't know." And they're like, "Stephanie McMahon." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon." All these, like, shit-talkers, Logan Paul, Donald Trump, they all have the WWE ethos. Wait, how did... Wait, I, I got a little lost here. How did Stephanie McMahon have Trump win? Uh, well, they were saying, oh, he probably managed... Uh, or, I guess, maybe Vince... I mean, I don't know if Vince McMahon was, like, whispering in Trump's ear or Stephanie's whispering in his ear, but I don't know if it's just that Trump is like already has a natural instinct of a WWE wrestler and, and like, a heel... Or if they helped him out with, uh, with you know, not really managing his campaign, but saying, "Hey, man, just uh, keep being the villain, and everybody <laughs> will like you eventually." You know. Well, I mean, he is uh, Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. See. So when they brought that up, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's right." He uh, and people always shit on WWE. I remember uh, the most specific one. I remember once we were when we were in college, and we were watching a bunch of chicks were in the room. And they're like, uh, you guys are watching WWE, but a bunch of bitches. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think people realize the kind of influence, though, that, uh, or the kind of power that, that I would say those people who are good at WWE kind of tactics have, you know, like where they can, it's almost like a magician in a way. Like they're just performing something that, like, hypnotizes people and can, like, put a spell over them. Yeah. I, when I heard um, Logan talk about uh, him, him Actually, no, I guess he wasn't talking about the signing. But maybe uh, he thought a signing was coming up. Because this just happened yesterday, as I saw. It was, like, trending. But when he... I did hear him uh, talking about it, uh, boxing and WWE. And he was like, you know, I love boxing. And he was like, I actually do, like, want another fight because I'm 0-1-1. Like, I guess, he, you know, he wants a win. But I, I, yeah. I, I don't know if I ever told you this. He performed at WrestleMania this past year. And he actually mm-hmm. did a very... He honestly did a very good job, like... There's people that are in WWE that train their whole lives to be there, and they suck. And then Logan did come <laughs> in trained, and he was actually—I was very surprised. He was actually very good. 
Uh, so he was like, honestly, I loved WWE. It was like a combination of everything I love. It was like athleticism, the entertainment, as you know, it was like everything. So it was like stuff boxing had in it plus more. And then he, um, you know, there's always that thing with boxing that scares everyone. You do that too long, your brain gets fucked up. Oh, yeah, 100%. They, and that's the problem with that compared to other sports is people do stay in WWE for so fucking long. Yeah. Or wrestling. You know, I, I mean, WWE, your body might, you know, gets fucked up. You'll be sore at, by the end of your career. But, like, you, you do boxing, you might end up with some sort of brain damage and stuff. So I think that was where he was like, uh, let's try WWE. I don't oh, know. yeah. I didn't know you said about boxing. Yeah, yeah, boxing for sure. I mean, that's why I'm the Muhammad Ali. It was a shame. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, boxing is where I think why he now went with the WWE rap. But again, I'm sure it's a part, I, I would put money on it, a thousand percent, that it's a part-time contract. He'll do some matches here and there, I'll do some TV appearances and stuff. But, uh, you know, they're, like you said with Jake before, they're all about the money. And honestly, they're, they're having fun making it. So, I mean, fuck the haters, really, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I, that's the thing that I like about them and, like, the Kardashians. There's a lot of people half-ass, you know, being about the money. I was reading some story about some uh, some blogger who quit, who, like, his always, all his articles are always, oh, buy my course, buy my course. And then that guy dreams that he was, you know, Jake Paul, even though I'm sure he's shitting on people. He's like, ah, you know, people like Jake Paul and Logan Paul and the Kardashians <laughs> are not, they're not doing it, you know, they're not ethical. They're, they're doing it for the money. It's like, bro, you and a billion other people are doing it for the fucking money, too. You're just not good enough to be at their level, so... Yeah. That's what I think a lot of people are. Yeah, for, you know, for sure. And that's why even when there's, like, sellouts and stuff, a lot of times I don't blame sellouts for selling out. Oh, yeah. It depends how hard you sell out. That's how much I respect you. Like, if you're a pussy, if you're a pussy for them to sell out, it's like, ah, you're a pussy. But if you sell out super duper fucking hard, like Kim Kardashian selling her sex tape and shit, it's like, oh, wow, that's that's slimy. That's, that's pretty good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I mean, you, for sure. I mean, if people are just completely do a 180, it's like, what the fuck are you? Like, I'm embarrassed that I ever even, like, was a fan of yours. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. And you see that a lot. A lot of people just, they pussy put into the sellout, and you're like, ah, what a bitch. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I, well, you're going to Miami, I said. Where are you going to, you just, like, a vacation? Yeah, um... It was about a month ago. I, I, I feel like as soon as I moved here, though, uh, the only person I know that moved here from New Jersey to New York, uh, Carlo, one of my friends, uh, he was saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to need a vacation. I'm going to need a break from New York. So I, we started planning that, and we're going with our, uh, our other third friend, Julio. Uh, so we're going to go to Miami. We're going to Orlando first, stay in Orlando for a couple days, go to Savannah, Georgia for 4th of July, and then headed back in Miami uh, for the rest of the week. And then I'm, that's when I'm going to leave them. I'm going to go to Dallas for a couple of days because my dad moved out there. So it's a full fucking uh, trip this uh, coming up this week, man. Nice, nice. Hey, your dad's a military man. Is he in Dallas because of the military? or? Yeah, he went there for the military. He could have gone there or L.A. And my uh, – I mean, he didn't get the pick, but my – you know, I have a little sister. She's like, oh, I hope we can live in fucking L.A. and not Dallas because – you know, if you have the choice, I guess, as a little kid, you don't want to be like, hey, we're moving to fucking Dallas. And it's like, oh, shit. 
So, but now nah, I ended up getting Dallas, which I thought was kind of funny. I was like, ah, fuck you guys. But I think Dallas is kind of cool. I don't know how. I'm actually kind of curious if I want to go visit my dad. Cause I'm curious. He's like in the suburbs outside Dallas. So I'm just kind of curious how it's like uh, living there a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. So I didn't realize, like, you, you had said your dad was also a gym teacher, right? Yeah, he just retired from that uh, a month ago. We had a retirement party for him, and so now he's a full-time military man. Uh, d- does he like that more or less? I, I feel like... At the, at, yeah, he... Sorry. Oh, you, what do you think? What, no, what's your prediction? What's well, your prediction? I, I mean, I would just... I mean, I, I, my prediction is I guess he likes it more because he's doing it, but I would just think at that age, especially if you just retired from being a gym teacher, you just want to, like, retire, get that nice teacher pension and relax and stay Yeah, like, well... You yeah. probably won't be surprised by this answer. He said that teaching basically a bunch of bullshit now. Like he, <laughs> there's a lot of teachers that are retiring, and a lot of people that don't even want to become teachers. It's just so, you know, it's not even just it, one. It is political. It's fucking oh, yeah. really crazy I mean, political. It, it's always been political, but now it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So he was like, "That's some bullshit." And then also, it. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. He just says. It's just, I don't know if it's maybe the age, but he just just like doesn't feel worth it as much as when he first came into it. So yeah. and it's, there's definitely a lack of man. If you see how I see help wanted posters everywhere, but if they had one on schools, I'm sure there'd be a fucking bunch because I don't know who the hell would want to be a teacher nowadays. I mean, we only know one friend who did it, and I always think like, man, I can't believe that guy even wants to do that shit because teaching sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Yeah, I remember there was a time that. uh, a young Isaiah I knew wanted to be a gym teacher. That is true. That is true. And it's because I'm and the only reason why, but then I learned this was, uh, why well, I just love teach. I do love teaching people. Just like learning things. I think I'm a good, I'm able to, I'm like, Hey, this is how you juggle or Hey, this is how you do this. Blah, 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 blah. Or I taught, I taught like people how to swim. But the thing that I realized about life is you don't need to be a teacher to teach people shit. You know, like you can do, you can, you can teach people shit all over and, you know, pass, over what you know to people in so many different ways. That's true. So I was a completely, I was a completely stupid kid. You I was can- like, ah, oh, teaching. I was like, that sounds like. And also, I think teaching is the one thing everybody considers in college. May not everybody, but you're like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Especially if you don't know what to do, you're like, well, I guess I'll just go do the thing that sounds, you know, well rounded. Oh yeah, I feel, I do feel most people. I uh, think even I thought about it at a time. I'm like, well, those hours are pretty nice hours. <laughs> Yeah, and you get the whole summer off. Yeah, like, hey, you know? <laughs> for, for sure. Like that; those were my two thoughts. I was like, "You're out by like a decent time. You are. Yep, uh, yep. You you get the summers off, and then mm-hmm. like you know, I was a uh, like a science person in college, and I was like, well, if I became a science teacher, multiple choice test scantron, what? Like, <laughs> I don't even have it's to like. Not a bad gig. Great I mean, text. hey, man, if I could, I, I would take teaching over any of corporate America at this point, despite the fact that I had a, I remember I had a revelation, you know, shortly after college, where I was like, oh, well, you can make money in corporate America, but corporate America, yeah, the demands it puts on you to, like, suck your boss's dick every day for eight hours, and you don't get no summers off, I don't even know how all our friends do it. I look at them, and I'm like, what is the fuck is going on over there? Yeah. I completely agree. That's funny. I, that, that, I like that we're naturally segueing into this because I wanted to at, ask you to uh, explain your job a little bit because I think you are one of uh, the, you know, kind of very fortunate. You get to do what you like. I feel like you uh, 
get to enjoy life a lot more than our other friends. So you're a writer, but that's kind of all I know. So how about you explain uh, what you do? It's funny because I kind of, I feel like I anticipated this question before I even did the podcast. And I didn't think before, like literally hours before I just think, well, what is it that I do? (laughs) (laughs) I literally think of it. I go, hey, Frank asked that question. I'm like, I don't even know if I can explain it. So I, I didn't really come up with a great answer, but. Yeah, so writing, I guess, is the major part of it is just uh, posting whatever content or posting any story or anything I feel that interests me. That started off with crypto, but now I'm kind of bored of crypto. Um, I still think it's an interesting uh, field, but I don't, I'm not, I I got kind of tapped out writing about it. So I still write about it a little bit, but now I write about just anything I find interesting when it comes to like power, corruption, money, politics. So I wrote about uh, like kind of like the fall. I wrote about how TikTok was dead the other day. Or not dead, but kind of the the influence that it has. I wrote about uh, YouTube, uh, how it's like becoming like a censorship like kind of monster. And I kind of just write about these things, and people get pissed off in the comments, <laughs> like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Like, you should have seen the YouTube one. Oh, I love YouTube. You can't fucking talk bad about YouTube. And I'm like, that's why I kind of like it. So at this point, I've kind of gotten a good groove of writing where it's. Um, I just want to write articles where I feel the person at least it challenges their per- perspective on something or they at least feel that they got something out of it. Like, I don't want to publish any article where it's like, well, person reads it and they're like, yeah, I feel middle, you know, and I guess we both love that philosophy. I want, you know, of like kind of the Howard Stern school of life where it's like, I want you to come away with, I'm a little pissed off or at least, uh, I mean, you're maybe in the opposite. You're like a little hat. You're like, oh, that's kind of cool. So. And yeah, that's kind of the basis of what I do. And then, you know, I try to do a little stand-up out here in New York. Maybe we can get into that. But uh, mostly just writing, stand-up, and uh, I have a few other ideas of um, of interviews I want to start doing. Uh, not really a podcast, but I want to definitely get an audio and a video component to uh, add to my, my work. So that's mostly it. Good shit. I mean, what, you're living in uh, New York City now, now. Are you, are, do you live yes, in like sir. a studio apartment? What, what's the apartment like? So I'm sitting in it right now. It's kind of like a one bedroom, I would say. Um, it's got my one room with bed in it and it's got uh, like a living room with like a shared kitchen. It's a pretty, like, it's basically the like best size you can get for what, you know, for, for I guess living in New York. I, I saw an article the other day, or not an article, like a video uh, about like the smallest New York City apartment. And it literally was a walk-in closet that had like a platform above the door where your bed was, and it was fourteen hundred dollars. And of course, every I'm not gonna, oh, gonna say? I'm not gonna lie because I know you're thrifty. I honestly thought you were in one of those walk-in closets. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so I've come fully. I, I it took a little while. I say New York was the final push. I've come like not not completely off, but a, a long ways off from the thrifty mindset. Like right now, I'm looking at the fucking. Uh, like curve TV that I mounted on the wall. Cause I realized I was like, okay, you know what? People come to your apartment or they come to, you know, or they hang around you cause they want to have like, a good time or, you know, they don't want to go all the time to like some fucking bum shack or they don't want to be like, Oh, we're, we're just saving our money for everything. You know, we're nickel and dime in it, especially when you got the money. So I understand I, I, a lot of people I respect that they do, you know, they live in those walk-in closets, but I've come to realize, you know, if I want to have a friend come over, I want to have a girl come over. I'm not trying to, be like, hey, girl, I basically live like a fucking homeless person. <laughs> so 
I've come a long way from that. I really rubbed, I, I had that a little bit, but really rubbed off on me with our one friend, uh, Cody from uh, college. And I, I always tell him now, I'm like, dude, that thrifting my way of life, I think it's uh, overrated, to be honest. Might as well die with $0 in your bank account, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess with me, I'm frugal. I, you know, it's like, I'm not like, you know, super thrifty, cheap, uh, you know, cheap or whatever, but I, I definitely don't. Uh, spend a lot like I don't understand the people I know a lot of people like this they will not use their heat and air conditioning so in the summer they're you know in pain and then in the winter they're freezing <laughs> they're freezing and they're like well we could save the money on that I, I know quite a bit of my friends that uh, do that and in my head I'm like well what are you doing with that money I would rather save money other places just so I'd have the money to use my air conditioning and my heat and yeah, they, of course. They, you know, and but quite a bit of people are like, "Well, you know, I I'll try to you know stay out, or then when I'm sli- I'm asleep, then I'm just sleeping. I don't need to use." It. I'm like, "Do you know how hard, it, especially for me in the summer when it's super hot? Do you if we don't have like, oh, yeah. any air on? Do you know how hard it is for me to fall asleep? You know, it's like I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> everyone's different, but fuck Ooh. that. You know, I'd save my money anywhere else." Like, I'll go without toilet paper for a week over there. Okay, maybe not that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there are places to save the money, but I don't, I'm starting, I don't think, I don't know, maybe my mind feels like it's fully developing, but I mean, why am I, why am, I don't want to be cheap, right? That, that What you said in the beginning, I think is the biggest difference. I, I want to, yeah, I want to save some money. I want to invest, but. I don't understand. And when you be when you're cheap, and I've seen uh, people that I've hung out with like be cheap, and it, it literally oh, yeah. ruins the experience, man. It ruins the fucking experience. Like if we're going on a fucking like this trip to Miami, like if we're going, and that's why that's why I'm going with these two specific friends because they know the difference between uh, cheap and being thrifty. Like we all save money, but we're gonna go out there. We're not gonna say, oh well, fuck. We're not gonna even go to the. We gotta be careful here, and we're not gonna spend yeah, any money there. Sure. And, yeah, it's like, no, nah, dude, let's go have a good time. We're, we're not going to be doing these types of things every week. Um, and I just had a bunch of, I think now I would say are my best friends in my life. They kind of like opened uh, that way of life to me as like solely but surely. Like a friend would be like, hey, man. Uh, I remember the one that happened to me was I was in Atlanta, Georgia. My friend, it was like a $100 skate. We were at a place for a girl's birthday. And he, I was like, dude, oh, I can't do this. And he's like, come on, man. When are you ever going to get a chance to eat a $100 steak? And he's right. Like, I don't even go to a steakhouse to eat a fucking $100 steak. I'm not good enough. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I will get the $100 steak. Steak tasted like ass. But I fucking got it. So, yeah. you know, it was. It, at least I know now that the $100 steak at that Atlanta, Georgia steakhouse is ass. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even when we went to uh, the strip club one night years ago, I took money out because I was like, well, fuck, I know this was going to be expensive, but fuck it. Like, bucket list thing. I, I don't know. Oh, you broke up. I was trying to get you what you were going to say, but you broke up the entire time. Oh, oh, can, say can, it again. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, well, me and you, we went to the strip club years ago. And like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I would, glad I miss that. <laughs> you know, I would, you know, I took money out, and, the, and I do for a lot of occasions, you know. But like, I took money out, and I'm like, well, just because a strip club's expensive, I'm not like, I, you know, it's not like I do this every weekend or everything or anything, you know. Dude, I'm telling you, experiences like that are worth it, even ones that you don't think that you'd uh, enjoy. I, I'm reading, I don't know what it is, this lesson that keeps popping up, and it's like popping up in books that I'm like been reading. But you can't have too much pride, you know? And I think pride holds a lot of people back. They're like, oh, I won't go to the fucking strip club because I'm better than the fucking strip club. 
And you're like, well, bro, have you ever been to the strip club? And they're like, well, no, I haven't been to the strip club, but you know, I probably would hate it. Oh, and you're yeah. like, well, you're a pussy. Yeah, dude. You're there, a there's, big pussy, there's a bunch of people that look down on it like they're better than you or something. Exactly. And, and it isn't. It isn't just the strip club. There's so many things like that in life. I mean, I'm re- re- I'm relearning that lesson with girls like out here. Where it's like, yeah, girl, you know. It's like, ah, you know, I don't want to talk to them. They're probably a bunch of bitches. And then you talk to them, and like half of them are bitches. But you know, you talk to some, you're like, yeah, okay, that wasn't that was actually kind of worth it. So I really tried with a lot of people back, man. It, it's a constant battle, you know. Like I have to fight every day. But with that strip club, man, yeah, I was I, that was our first time going. I was like, fuck, man. I was like, I'm kind of nervous to go in this motherfucker. I w- then that was a great time. And then the second time I went to a strip club with friends, that was one of the best memories I ever had in my entire life. For like, sure. that shit was amazing. I remember when we went there, I wasn't nervous. Then when we got in there, you know, we, we were, you know, out of our element. It was our first time. We, I think we both yeah. got a little nervous. Then once I got a lap dance, I was like, I'm ready to stay here all night. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah, I mean... I, that's the thing is like the second time I went was with people that have been there like a few times. So we went just me and you complete news. Yeah. So we're like, well, we don't know what the fuck's going on here, you know? And all our friends are a bunch of pussies who are like, oh, that, you guys are going to stroke up with a bunch of losers, you know? Yeah. But it's like, come on, man. Try out, try out some things like that. So I like, uh, I had a good time there. It really did. It's one thing that I, I, those strip club experiences, it's one thing that I wouldn't have thought I would think about as some of the funniest and best memories of my life, but here we are today, you know? Oh, yeah. We were making memories. You know, (laughs) I, uh, well, yeah, I thought it was funny too because, you know, apparently everyone had uh, talked about like me the night before something and they were like, let us know Frank's excuse when he bitches out of the strip club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't was, believe that shit, dude. I thought that was funny. And then oh, I loved it, too, because you didn't tell me till like, after we, like, already got in the strip club. And I was like, they could go fuck themselves. Uh, yeah, because I didn't want to tell them beforehand, because I still wasn't even sure ourselves. We were going, oh, yeah, well, you know. I, it was one of those things I was like, well, I, I hope we, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're going to go. But I'm like, well, if we back out, we back out. Man, every time I've had that feeling in my life, I've known it's always, I think that's, and it's a big part of life too, you know, and anxiety comes up for a reason. It's kind of telling you like, hey man, just go try that shit out and see if it, see if it was worth all the anxiety. And it's like, yeah, this is a strip club. Just some fucking good looking girls that sit on your lap. I mean, it's a good <laughs> fucking time, man. Like I, I have a great, and I, every, I, I think it was our friend who I met uh, the other day. Was like, ah, I just couldn't go into it. And I was like, Man, you're missing out, bro. Because I think it's a fucking good time. I had a great. I've, I and I went with friends I never would have expected. Uh, the second time I went there, it was like, ah, oh, I didn't expect these friends to go. We all, had, but they all had like two of them had like girlfriends, and they were still slapping ass. It was great. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> Mister. Hold on, I just want to acknowledge him real quick. Mister A said, "FYI, you're not breaking up on my end." And he, Mister A, also said, "I have been and had a blast, but I'm good on going again." <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. I do feel that about going uh, again. But at least you went, and he knows. You know, he's hey, you know, Mister A. Also, he, you know, he's ha- he has a wife of many years now, three kids. One's going like uh, okay. one just graduated high school. So you know, he's kind of past that uh, age. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there will be a time too when I. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of life I'll live. I think that all the time, I and mean, I don't know where. I will be, you know, and what kind of human being I'll be at that time. But I'm sure there will be a point where I'm like, ah, you know, the strip clubs are fun. But 
Well, That's yeah, it for I mean, me. you know, I remember which was hilarious. We saw an old man just getting lap dance after lap dance. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's why I loved it because there was so I, I there was like a, a, a table of Japanese businessmen or like Asian businessmen, and they weren't even like looking at the girls. They were just like conducting a business meeting. I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Like there were so many things. I just wish the first time I wasn't. I, I know we were in college. And, I was honestly broke as a fucking joke in college, man. So yeah. I actually, like, I, I did have times where I actually had basically like 20 bucks in my bank account. That was it. So Yeah, I, well, I remember too that night, uh, like just throughout the day from food we were buying and just shit we were buying, I didn't, and mm-hmm. then, like I didn't have much money left, especially after we had just paid that money to get in there. They make you pay to, like for them to take yep. your sweatshirt or something. Uh, yep. And... Me and you both, like, only had $10 on us each left. I, I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. And I I, th- I forget who initiated, but pretty much you were like, yeah, if, the, if you want to get a lap dance, like, and I have enough money, like, I'll give you the rest of my money so you could get it because I oh, didn't yeah. have much money on me. <laughs> and when that girl comes over... I asked her how much one was, and you counted like up the rest of your money, and it was exactly the right amount. And you, you were like, that "Yeah, was- I got it." And the stripper, I remember, just like goes like, oh, "Yeah, do it, do it." And I was just cracking up. Yeah, I know she was so. That's what I'm saying. The strippers are funny in these places too, man. Like I remember a bunch of them. Like they're funny because they live like some crazy. They live a crazy fucking life, man. I, that's why I think it's, it's important to go because like you're not. It, it makes you. You, you realize that these are people, like, when you get in there, like, they're living this life. It's crazy. But that was one of the best, that was the, I remember that. That's probably the last bit of my money, too. I was like, I, I was, but I knew, it's, I don't know if I have, I have, like, some Irish blood in me or something, man. Like, I, I love giving away money if, it, if it's <laughs> going to be a great experience. Well, yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be a great experience? Fucking take my money, bro. I don't care if I have a, a nothing. Well, I, 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 you know, me and you were going back and forth with shit that day too. Like, I think I bought you a hot dog or two or something. You might have bought me a slice. You know, like we, we. It's not like, uh, you know, I was just taking money from you. You know, it's the New York, it's the New York City lifestyle, though. I realize is that when you're out here, like literally, that's how I do. Uh, if I go out to dinner, if uh, my, any of my friends down, it's like, all right, you got the bill, he's got the bill, and we just switch it around because there's just so many. Uh, like cool experiences to, to have, but they all cost a shit ton. You know, not a shit ton of money, but you know, everything in New York costs money. So yeah. it's like, you know what? Fuck it, I got this one, bro. I, I know where I got this one, bro. So it's a good thing, man. Yeah, for sure. And then, and then funny too, I just just popped into uh, my head because you know we were talking about like just having a good time, spend, don't be cheap and shit, dude. I, I really mm-hmm. like no matter kind of what I do, if I know I'm going to like a destination like like even when i just go to the boardwalk in new jersey i'll go to the bank beforehand take a hundred or two hundred at least you know bucks out just because i'm like i plan on spending this like if i mm-hmm. don't great i have money left over but i want to make sure like i get the food i want if i want to get drink you know whatever i want i you know i know i'm at least spending that hundred two hundred yes. bucks you know, some There's people no might point. be like, I don't want to spend 200 It's like, well, you're a Debbie Down. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, you know? Yeah, there's no point in ruining the fun. I mean, it literally reminds me of a South Park episode with the Scientology one. It's like a small moment. It has nothing to do with Scientology. But in the beginning, uh, Stan's like, oh, I'm saving up for a new bike, and I can't spend any money. And uh, Carmen and them are like, well, Stan, don't you know, like, anything fun at least costs $5, you know? Yeah. And that was, like, them as kids, so they're like, you know, everything for them costs $5. But 
as an adult, you do need to send, you know, if, if you're going to be so damn uh, stuck in your ways about, oh, I won't spend anything. It's just like, hot, oh, dude. You're going to be a buzzkill and not fun to be hang, uh, to hang around with. Yeah, and I, I remember, too, and I mean, I feel like this is kind of in all friend groups. I, I feel like we had it in hours. There other, there's other ones. Like, I hate when it's, like, uh, kind of like, I don't know about a big event, but if there's, like, a, an event that a bit of people are going to or a birthday party or something, you know, or a birthday dinner, you know, stuff stuff like that, and then there's always, like, a person that won't go, it's like, no, like, I don't want to spend the money. It's like, well, dude, like, you know, it's not like you're just going out to dinner. Like, there is a reason for the going <laughs> out. Yeah. And it, you got you can't take these things for granted, man. Because that's my one, uh, you know, uh, I would say huge drawback for the job that I have, you know, as a writer is that I realized, oh, man, I need to get out more. Because if not, I just, I could just be in my room typing away, reading a book. But it's like, Jesus Christ, you can't take these. Because the experiences are what make you, man. I, I've even read uh, books from other writers that say that. It's like, uh, uh, what is it? It's um, it's like you can't basically be – it would say like almost like you can't even be, be a good writer in your 20s because you haven't lived enough life experience yet. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and a, a person – and, like, people that we respect, like you're only as good as those life experiences that, that you've had. So I think a lot of people get caught up in the wrong things, you know. So it's all about the fucking – it's all about going out, having some good fuck, some good memories, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I do feel, and I've told you this many times before, when we were in college, because to my audience, we went to college. Yeah, that's where we met in college. I, I do oh, yeah. feel I had more fun and memorable uh, moments with you than any of our other friends, easily. I could probably say the same now at this point because even the. Uh even all the, the the times I spent smoking weed with all our with uh, our two other friends, Greg, who's been on this podcast, and Cody, is like, ah, well, sometimes we we didn't still put ourselves out there enough. Like we kind of just isolated ourselves, us three. It would have been better if we, uh, you know, you got to go out to make a good experience. In my opinion, you got to go out with people you know, but then also try to meet people that you don't know, right? For sure. So it's like we go out, we go out, we go to the strip club, try to meet some people that we haven't met before. So you got to. You gotta do something where are we? And we went to the radio conference. Oh yeah, all these things. Went to great adventure randomly. Yeah, went to great adventure randomly. But these things where you have to go out to new places and try to be new people. I mean, it kind of put it kind of shows too that you're uh, like you're you're tinging on the optimistic side of life. You're like, oh, you know what? Let's try to meet some people because maybe maybe you know meeting some new people they'll be you know pretty fucking cool. It's like why not? We don't have to stay over old groups. Like your old, same of your old group is just like, ah, well, you don't even trust the, uh, like other people to bring them in, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I do feel the same way at this point, man. But at this point, college is ancient history. That is true. <laughs> we, are, we are long gone from there. Yeah, nobody would even expect that when you're at the top. You're, you're in the, you know, you're in your prime college years doing all this stuff, and you're like, ah, this will go on forever. And then you're like, ah, oh, geez, that's gone. Never will go back there again. Yeah, it, it's sad with the people that are stuck in college, but it's even more sad the people that are stuck in high school and you go to a bar and you see the people in their fucking varsity jackets. It's like, come on, guys. Oh, uh, dude, I, I, they, you don't really put two and two together until you graduate, you know, when you see that and you think, oh, my God. Like, how could you be stuck in this town for that long? It makes no sense to me. I don't. I don't get it. it, it I, you know, and, and like it is, is like it, it's a, it's just like sad. It's like that real, like 
you're going to wear your varsity jacket out to a bar where you could potentially meet girls. Like, what are you going to say to them? Like, Hey, look what I did in high school. <laughs> like, like, c- c- come on. Yeah. It's not a good look, man. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen any adult with a varsity jacket on, but I have seen, uh, you know, people that I know, I know people, especially growing up in central Jersey that graduated from high school there. And, uh, and just stayed in the area afterward. You central Jersey folks, motherfucker. You guys got to get out of there. I realize Jersey's <laughs> a, uh, now living in New York, I realize Jersey, I do see it in a, in an interesting position because it is a great state on its own and it does all, it does, it hits all the bells and whistles. I just think it's kind of hard. I see it as people that live there, it is kind of hard to leave because you have everything you need. It's like, well, I got New York next to me. I got all those other places next to me, but I do believe that. People from New Jersey will do benefit I, I, if they leave there for somewhere else for uh, you know a period of time. Yeah, there, there was actually a statistic I think at one time. I, it's I forget it's a very high percentage. I forget if it's like ninety percent or something. Eighty, but the people that leave New Jersey end up coming back sooner or later. Yeah, right? I believe, and I, I I believe that. That's what I'm saying is that people. You, I think you, they should leave though. Like people should. I, I think I know a lot of people now that grow up in Jersey and they're just going to stay there. And so, I mean, I think, I think it is worth to leave though, but I think Jersey is the type of place, I guess, that I don't know how it is to go in other States. Like yeah, I've been to a, a number now. I don't know if they leave and then they say, ah, you know, Oklahoma has got a special place in my heart. Like, I don't know. Cause it's so far away. It's so foreign to me, even though I live there, but it still is interesting. I don't know how people, I feel you like wherever you're born. I don't know. Maybe if it does just have a, it's hooks in you, and you're well, like, oh, shit, I got to go back. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it does. You're comfortable there. There's a good chance a lot of your family probably lives there. So, you know, I'm sure it does. But I think there is a thing with Jersey, too, like you said. Like, you're by, you know, New York City. You're by Philadelphia. If you live in, like, yep. a rural area out here, then you're also in the country. You're only an hour, probably hour and a half, no matter where you are, from a beach. Yep. You know, uh, there's lakes here. There's rivers here. And if you want to live on the edge a little bit, you go to Nork, get, try, you know, dodge some shootings a little bit, and you get everything. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I'm very curious to see what happens to uh, – I was trying to think, like, one of the best cities in New Jersey. It's kind of like they're all very tied with each other. Because I was thinking, I was like, ah, Jersey City is kind of nice. Like, you know, you – oh, no, that's why you didn't get to see me. But it's very laid back uh, there in Jersey City. Like, there's no – I went there uh, yesterday, literally. And it's just so quiet uh, in that area. So it's basically a nice North. But then Hoboken's got its own thing. And uh, North is more central, I guess, to everything. But it's just more violent. But it, it could get better. So I'm, I don't really know. I don't even know what Jersey's, like, main city is anymore. I was trying to think. And I'm like, well, I guess there's just a bunch of cities that are tied with each other. Because, I mean, I heard Westfield went down the hill lately. I don't know if you've been to Westfield and you can help me out because Someone told me, they're like, oh, Westfield isn't as good as it used to be. And I was like, oh, really? And I was like, oh. Well, I think the whole but, state is just kind of getting overpopulated. So, like, the, you know, there's, like, yeah. areas that might have been once known as nice that even if they're not, like, dangerous now, they're just, like, overpopulated. And, like, you know, like, I think people kind of like areas where you could see land rather than house after house. And, you know. It's true. I mean, people from New York are moving uh, to New Jersey. Uh, that's definitely a lot of North Jersey I've been hearing and a lot of Jersey city I've been, uh, seeing, but I, I don't know what, I think, I don't know, maybe it's just like a new blood uh, that are coming to New York. I mean, there's always going to be, you know, people that have lived there their whole entire lives, 
but I don't know if it's just like, yeah, changing of hands. Like some people are like, ah, I need to get out of here. It's a little too crazy. I am definitely starting to fall in love again with the city. You know, I loved it in college. Then after a while, I was like, ah, I can't live here. And then I lived, and now when I first moved here, it was a little overwhelming. I was like, this is a little too fucking crazy. But now the uh, the madness, I think it's kind of like a drug. Like you just kind of get addicted to it. And now when I go to Jersey, I'm like, ah, it is kind of slow here. I was even in Hoboken yesterday. And I was like, ah, geez, it's so slow in Hoboken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Well, so I am starting to get addicted to the insanity of this city. No, it's funny. And I, I think maybe it was just like, like maybe we'll say starting in high school. It could have even happened before. But like I, I went to, um, uh, uh, it's, I went to a big high school. It's funny. I was just like bashing on people talking about high school. And now I'm talking about high school. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to a big high school. So when I, I felt like you could be doing like, like be a nobody doing nothing. And there's still, there was still always something happening at the high school because it was just, you know, mm-hmm. it you know, a huge high school. One of the, I probably one of the biggest in the state. Then, uh, we go to college, and even though the college might have been a little bigger than my high school, it, it for a college, it was a small uh, college. So the, yeah, I, I really the, small. There wasn't a ton going on, and I feel like maybe because of like my high school experience, and maybe this this was just my opinion even before high school. But maybe I was just so used to having stuff going on that it would like bothered me when not a lot was going on, and then I felt like when I was uh, going into the city every day. I like had that same feeling back that I loved. Like I'd go into the city, I'd like kind of the fast paceness, but then once I'd get back home, I loved the slow paceness again. Like I loved having both in one day every day, you know? Yeah, and that's why probably because someone said to me the other day is having the Jersey commuters that go to New York. I mean, they probably do. There's probably more working New Jerseyans maybe in New York than there are working New Yorkers. Honestly, I think that come might be in. true. <laughs> It might be true because there's so many, man. And I'm sure, like, I pass by a bunch of people from New Jersey every single day that are just coming here and they're leaving out. I mean, you see a lot of like, I mean, you see a lot of people from Connecticut too. So it's probably like a little bit of both, but I'm sure New Jersey has more. But yeah, it's, and I, I can understand that lifestyle. That's why my sister's uh, still staying there because, uh, uh, staying in North Jersey because she's like, I just want to have like an antidote. She likes the madness, like, she's addicted to New York, but. She likes having, you know, coming back home and everything's kind of quiet again. Yeah, for sure. It's like, ah, calm, you know? Yeah. And for me, I just have to literally take my apartment. So I literally have to be like, okay, well, I come in here and this is my my antidote. And Central Park is very nice, too. You get that right next to me. But those are the only two places. Everything else, especially uh, where my friend John Carl is in the downtown area. God, they don't even have parks down there. It's literally just, it is a fucking concrete jungle. I mean, it is everywhere here. Because when you're when you're jogging or you're doing any kind of activity, you start to realize like, oh my god, like there are buildings for miles in this fucking city. Like it's kind of crazy because yeah. <laughs> you're jogging and people are and just people are just walking to work and it's just like there's no sense of of nature or anything. And you're like, Jesus Christ, this place is a concrete jungle. Like whoever came up with that name was completely right on the on the money with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, <clears throat> for 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 some people, they thrive. Are oh, you breaking it? up a little bit? Can you hear me now? Let's see if we can get your back. Let's. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. But yeah, some people thrive on that, and then like me, if I'm like too long in it, I get like anxious. I get I'm like anxiety need need just to calm down a little bit, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I could, I could definitely uh, see that for. I think everybody does take an adjustment. Like I said, living in New Jersey, it's tough, man. I'm telling you, I, I really, I hope every, I really do want everyone who lives there to like get out of the state for at least like a year or something, you know, and like I then come back or. But yeah, I think because Jersey is, it's such a weird, it's in a weird spot. It's got everything you could ever need. I don't even know if any states like that are like that even on California side because California is so big and there's so many different huge cities. So I really do think New Jersey is probably the only state like that in probably the whole country because every other state is, uh, you know, there's not, they don't have a city like New York next to it. Like even if you live near Chicago, there's no really state bordering it that's, oh, we have access to Chicago like this. So it's tough to say. So it's, a, it's in a great spot. I just want people to leave there. Maybe they'll come back. And they'll be like, ah, like Joey Diaz just did that. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, he was gone for so many years, but now he's back and just fine to see. Yeah, and he loves it. Yeah, he loves it. I can see why. I mean, I can see myself coming back here when I'm older. I definitely won't uh, come back for a while, but and who knows, maybe not ever, but you can't ever say ever, you know? So maybe I will come back one day. Well, it's funny because a lot of uh... – uh, you know, our friends and stuff, they say with me, uh, you know, well, Frank's never leaving uh, New Jersey and stuff, Jersey boy and this and that. And, you know, there's parts of me that do you think that? And then there's parts of me that the state really is uh, disappointing me in a lot of ways. And there are <laughs> ways that I could see myself uh, leaving one day. I feel like I could definitely see you out there. I, I There's some people I know uh, other than you, even though I know you are the biggest Jersey Dan, I'm looking at a picture of Eminem right now. You're kind of like, the, uh, you definitely are like one of the biggest stands for it. But I could definitely see you leaving even above a lot of other people, to be honest. So I know a lot of people would stay there for, ah, uh, you know, I got I got a network here. I don't think you, you don't look at things in terms of, oh, I, like I have, I have this network here. I, you're just like, ah, well, I'll go if I, if I feel like I need to go. So I'm curious, yeah, but I, I, I have an idea of some states you might want to, you'd try, but what, I, I'd love to still see you one day and, and even though I know it's kind of uh, cliche, but I would—I don't know why, but I would like to see you in fucking Texas. I'll go visit you <laughs> out there too. If I saw you in Texas, just like hanging out with all the Texans, I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, no, I mean, there's things about it, you know, all the different states that I, you know, like and dislike. Like Texas uh, definitely has cool feelings for me, and then there's parts of it too that I'm like, "It's hot there." <laughs> Dude, it's hot as a motherfucker, bro. I'm gonna go there in freaking July. It's just a baking hundred all I mean hundred degree weather. Granted, yeah. to me, it isn't as bad as you know a place like Arizona, where. But granted, we're, we're really like picking. You know, we're like pick, uh, we're choosing between like very small differences at this point. But Arizona is like it's just baking and it's just flat and disgusting. Yeah. Like Texas, at least they have trees and shit. Well, from what I hear though, like with there, I've heard people compare Arizona with Florida, and apparently Arizona could be more comfortable because the humidity isn't nearly as bad as Florida's humidity. Yeah, that definitely made. That's why people say even up here, like the heat can get kind of pretty feel really bad because all the all that water in the air. But I definitely agree with that. Florida weather does feel pretty shitty too. But then you're next to the beaches, so you're like, ah, well, let's go take a dive. Yeah. But I know they're both they're both big retirement states, uh, Florida and Arizona. So I, I just don't want to retire in fucking Arizona. Like, what what are you doing with your life? Yeah. Even retiring in Arizona. Some of my favorite YouTubers live in Arizona. To be honest with that, I know a few cool people that live in Arizona too. Um, I, on YouTube, at least, but I, I don't know. If, I don't even know what the tax advantages are there. I know a lot of people move to Vegas too. Which Vegas? I mean, I could never I see like myself moving there. 
I could, I did at one point, not for like a long time for myself. I was like, I would, I, I would, if I went there, be like a, a few months type of thing. I don't think I could do a, uh, a full year in Vegas, but I wouldn't mind living there for a few months and just uh, living out in the desert. Just because if I lived out in the desert, that'd be the only place I'd live is Las Vegas. I wouldn't live in, uh, I wouldn't live in fucking Arizona or New Mexico or any of those. I, cause I've driven through those states, man. They're just, they are what they look like in the movies. Like they are just <laughs> like, you'll find a fucking like broken shack that sells tacos on the side of the road. And he's like, yeah, it'll be the best tacos you ever had in your life. But, after you see that broken shack, you won't see another broken shack for another hundred miles. And you're like, ah, shit. Like, it's just, it's, it, I just couldn't imagine growing up in those fucking places. Like, you're just going to be, like, even if, even if you're born white, you're going to be like a red baby. Like, everyone I think like has reddish skin down there. Yeah. I get it. So, not my, not my idea of a, a place to live. Yeah. Now I could see it. The but, only bad thing, though, with, like, Jersey, like compared to that, even though I don't really know what it exa- exactly is like at there, but I feel like, you, like you ha- always have to when you until you get your license, really have to have someone drive you everywhere. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, whether you could walk or public transportation, or or if you at least just need like I don't know, maybe some places I think you just kind of need to drive into town. Which who knows? Maybe in some areas. It's so much, you know, outdoors. You just can ride your freaking dirt bike there. And then once you're there, you just walk around in town there. But, like, in Jersey, it's like, now everything's like a 10, 15-minute drive at least. Oh, yeah. Everything's super-duper close. Even if you're living – I went down to a – a friend met a friend in Jackson uh, two weeks ago. Uh, that week that you – it was your uh, it was your one-year anniversary when I was down at the beach. Uh, I went down to some friend of Jackson. Like, yeah, everything's connected, man. So they don't get New York to get Philly. I mean, I hate Philly personally. And I know <laughs> – I just talked to one of our friends who says he wants to go live there. And I was like, oh, geez. Like, if you go to Philly, bro, I'm not going to visit you. I have one friend that uh, – that, that move another friend that moved to Philly too. So I know we get you get the Philly down in South Jersey, but I'm like, ah, fuck that city. I guess I have to say it too, since I live in New York anyway. You just gotta say it. you're like, ah, fuck Philly. But regardless, New Jersey, yeah, you get everything. So yeah, well, at least you can get the cheesesteaks in Philly. I'll say so. You get you get that benefit. Yeah, you get that benefit. So, but yeah, you get that's the cool. And you know, you meet people in New York, man. They a lot of people do not have licenses out here. They just didn't. It's like the only city I saw that you don't have to drive. Every other living in Oklahoma, man, those times I did not have. I, I used uh, they have like monthly rental subscriptions on cars now, so I was doing that for some for uh, for a while. But when I didn't have a license out in Oklahoma, man, people would look at me like I was a homeless person walking. They were like, "What the <laughs> fuck? That dude's walking? Like that guy must be home." Like they would pull over and be like, "Oh, you doing all right, man?" It was so strange, man. And you never see anybody walking the city. I live literally in the middle of Oklahoma City, and I barely see anybody ever walking, unless they're walking to a restaurant. Yeah. Which I mean, no, no. I mean, it is one of the most obese states out there. I mean, it didn't look it, but it definitely. Uh, it was just sad, man. I hate the rest of the country. You need you need to have the car, but or or else you're fucked. It's like, well, no, no juice for you. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that. Uh... You know, I'd want it to be like, oh, I, well, I want there just to be a bunch of infrastructure or something to walk everywhere. It's like, I don't know, I like the thoughts of, like, some people that live in some areas, like, they just jump on their quad or in Alaska, they get on snowmobiles, like, I eat snowmobiles and shit. <laughs> like, I, I want shit like that, you know? It's like, I, well, I don't want there to be a bunch of people and buildings near me, you know? 
Yeah, no, I, that is uh, a good point. What state would you go to? Then I'm curious. Yeah, you said you like you. You're in Texas. At least has your your eye. I mean, dude, the girls in Texas are fucking fire. I know some girl that lives there in Austin who I'm mad I can't see while I'm uh, going to Dallas. I'm like, fuck. She's like, oh, I'm in Dallas now. I'm like, oh, damn, this girl's so hot. But yeah, Texas. Uh, what other states were you thinking? I, I I really don't even know. I mean. I don't know. I mean, te- it's, you know, Texas is, uh, I don't really know. I mean, sometimes I actually, I think you might be surprised with this. Sometimes I even do think Florida. But in a way. That, I, I'm not surprised with that. In a way. Florida's probably the, I'll live there one day, I hope. It, I feel like that's such a cliche answer now. I just, like, everyone's, oh, yeah, I'm moving to Florida. I'm moving to Florida. I know so many people that say that, and I'm just like, oh, everyone's going there. Yeah, I actually would move to Florida over Texas in a heartbeat, personally speaking. I like Texas, but um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't see myself ever living there. I also, I, and I, I think I told you this before, that I do like their their politics. Like, it's kind of crazy to see billboards that say, don't transition our kids to <laughs> transgender. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, if you saw that billboard in California or in New York, there'd be riots underneath it fucking breaking it down like actually wouldn't even be hyped like exaggeration to say that like that would happen but the thing what i like about new york is you do kind of have to sharpen yourself because you meet so many people that don't uh that are like fucking crazy you know left wing that's just like i'm not i'm not i'm not you know as, as me and you always say like i'm not on the right wing either really i'm like i'm in the middle but it's good because you can kind of argue with them and have it sharpens you. I don't really want to be around people that agree with everything I always say, you know? Yeah. That's the one thing I noticed with Texas. It's like, ah, well, you're around a bunch of people that agree with everything you say. Congratulations. It's like, there's never ever <laughs> going to be an interesting moment. It's like, I, when the when the abortion protest broke out here, like, it was fucking interesting. I was like, oh, wow, abortion protest. Well, that's kind of interesting. And, you know, the girls are screaming, like, ah! And I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you don't get that in Texas. You know, it's just everyone's, you know, they're, they're like, well, you know, we, you know how we stand. Granted, I'm sure there will be a time in our lifetime when it turns blue, uh, Texas will, which would, that, that's going to be an interesting day. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would... Oh, you're breaking up a little bit. I just said, yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh, you're back. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, Isaiah. Well, I'm going to start closing out uh, this conversation. Uh, any last uh, topics? Anything you want to say? Any uh, hot chicks you want to talk about? Uh, you know. <laughs> oh man, no. I, I guess I got nothing else to add to the conversation, man. It's always a great time talking to you, bro. I'm going to take my my longboard out, uh, go ride around the city for a little bit, maybe hit the gym before I uh, get packing away for. Um, Miami and all that but yeah man it was always a great time how annoying is it riding a, a longboard around New York City I can how, how do you, do you I, ride that I, on the sidewalks like where do you ride yeah that well I ride it they have bike lanes so I'm actually addicted right now to the uh you've probably seen them around the city bikes. have you heard of those yeah yeah so yeah the city bikes man they're really cheap I took one out like I think two weeks ago and it was uh it was five bucks for me riding it for like an hour and a half and I, I've now realized, I'm like, wow, these are, and they have so many good bike lanes in New York. So, and you can just buy it to Central Park too. But the reason I like the skateboarding, which is, you know, 
it's one of those like don't tell my mom because she'll probably be like oh geez this kid's gonna die and like, i do like the element of like weaving in between cars and people <laughs> and <laughs> and all that other like crazy shit it's just so much fun it's it, 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 it's another like concrete jungle thing where it's like oh man i can just like put on my sunglasses weave in between all the people and just look like a fucking crazy person so it's fun well good shit i mean i love longboarding but i i think i'd get killed in the city yeah you gotta be careful <laughs> I, i've had a few of, actually i haven't really had any dodge experiences here but when i was riding in jersey city back then i did have a few times when uh but here knock on wood i'm still good but either way, man, I'll have to meet up with you when I get back from Florida. We'll have to we'll have to either go to your your classic Thursdays and get some wings, or we'll have to get a pork roll or something like that. Sounds good to me. All my listeners probably just laughed because you said pork roll. They're like, dude, how obsessed is this dude? Oh, uh, you broke up right at the end when you're gonna say, yeah, man, we're gonna fuck those thirsty wings and fuck some bitches. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, I can hear you. I said my the audience probably just laughed. They were like, "How obsessed is this guy with pork roll?" Because you just mentioned yeah, like, <laughs> pork roll. Yeah, like what the fuck is going on with this dude? But but uh, before you, away, bro. Bef- oh, what are you gonna say? Before you go, do you want uh, you don't have to? Do you want to plug your uh, website or your uh, where you know where you're writing at? Yeah, sure. You can just type in Isaiah McCall, and it should be. I think it's the first link now. Let me see. Let me type it in myself. As I've been telling people lately, I mean, I should probably get a business card, but I don't know. What are you, or what's your, I don't know. I feel like business cards are fading out. What do you, have you been uh, seeing that trend? Like, do you see anybody ever give business uh, cards to anyone anymore? I get them sometimes from people. I mean, the good thing, if you're, if, I mean, obviously you can't give a business card out to my audience right now, but, but um, <laughs> if, yeah, you're, if, you if you're with them and you need like an email or something, I think then it's good. If you don't really need an email, it's probably better just to give social media and just have them follow you on social media. You yeah, know? you're probably right with that. Yeah, so you type in Isaiah McCall, I-S-A-I-A-H-M-C-C-A-L-L. It'll be Twitter first and Medium blog second. I just looked it the up benefits that's what I see. Of, yep, that's the benefits of having a unique, a unique name, right, man? It's like, I, I while I do like the parents' rationale for calling their kids, you know, John, or, uh, you know, whatever, Josh. It's just like, well, you know, at least now you type in my name and there you go. I own my name now, basically, essentially. Hell yeah. So, pretty good. But thanks again, man. I'll have to see you soon, bro. I mean, I'll give you a call in Miami. Sounds good to me, man. If you have any hot chicks that uh, like beards or something, tell them to give me a call. <laughs> Will do, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace out, Isaiah. Yeet. All right, everyone, that was a long episode today. He seemed to be uh, into talking with me, so I was like, well, we'll give him an hour. I was just going to do an hour episode like usual, but we gave him an hour conversation. So I'm just going to plug the show and uh, be ending it. If anyone has anything to say in the chat, write it in, and then uh, I'm out of here. Sound good? Okay, so if you are listening to the Frankie D Show on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show. Give me a thumbs up and uh, ding the bell. Do whatever you got to do on there. If you are uh, listening on any of the recorded platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podbean, 
Make sure you subscribe to me on there, the Frankie D Show on there, and keep listening to the episodes. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Sound good, people? All right. I'm going to head out. I should be back next Friday at 3. I hope so. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, live for my recorded people. Tuesday, I dropped the episode, so. All right, I will catch you all. Peace.